It has been a wild week for me. I have had some ups and some downs. And let me tell you, if you knew me in the past, you would say this would have broke me. I congratulate myself because this is the very first time that I would actually push through. I expect resistance. I'm understanding that it doesn't mean I'm a failure or it doesn't mean that it's not for me. It just means I have to work a little bit harder than what I expected, right? So that brings me to what we're going to talk about today. Hey, beautifuls. Welcome to my beautiful book boss, the podcast. And I'm so excited to share with you another episode. Today, we're going to talk about beauty. We are still diving into our four foundations. And that is exactly what this brand represents. And that also is basically what you're going to get. This is what you can expect from me. We are here to expose the lies keeping women bound, to uncover the truth about womanhood, to refocus our attention towards home and eliminate guilt and confusion concerning our daily activities. We can be doing all of these things. I mean, basically women do a lot of stuff, but what does that do when we think it's right and we really don't know God's plan for us? It only adds more stress and will greatly overwhelm us. Too much pressure, you already know what I'm going to say, it can break something. So my four points specifically target the reason for our female existence. Understanding our femininity first, it will allow us to be able to free our personality. It will allow us to be happy, healthy, and whole. That you that you want back, she's still there. We just need to bring her forward. So today, ladies... If you are new, hey, I'm excited for you to join me. I hope you stick around and think about subscribing. Think about becoming a part of my tribe. And if you have already stuck around, hey, girl, I can't wait to have this chat with you today. How you doing? <laughs> well, today, ladies, it's all about beautiful. That is our second foundation. Beautiful. And I want to start with beauty. I can remember so many times, that's terrible, right? So many times in my life where I didn't feel beautiful. Um, so many times where I misunderstood what beauty was. I had no idea uh, that every woman deserves to be beautiful. And if you ask me, every woman is beautiful. I just didn't know what, what the point was. When we talk about beauty and beautiful, what does that mean? Well, I didn't know. So I have learned through my life, through different stories, through, through different people I've met that beauty is something more than just hair and makeup. I can remember being the most beautiful, my most beautiful when I was most whole. Like when I was there, when I was present, that's where the beauty came from. And I don't know your background or your faith and your belief, but you can tell when someone's going through. And that's a spirit if you don't 
know that if you never heard that before. You can literally tell when someone's depressed because what? It looks like it. It's on the outside. Maybe you try to hide yourself with baggy clothing or dull colors. Your facial expression is not there. Your responses are like paranoid. You know, when somebody's going through in their mind, they always think somebody's talking about them or looking at them differently. They feel like they stick out like a sore thumb every time they walk into the room. This is a spirit. This is something on the inside that's showing itself on the outside when you think about it like that. And that's where I want us to realize so we can actually become beautiful. So whatever is in our mind that says we're not beautiful, we can challenge that. Whoever or whatever told us that beauty was wearing tight clothing, that beauty was having children and a husband, that beauty was having a lot of money, these cars, this house, expensive purses, wallets, shoes, shades, long hair, straight hair, blonde hair, whatever told you that that was beautiful we can begin to challenge it, especially, now this is not for everybody, but especially if it held you bound. I'm going to tell you that I thought I was ugly and here are the main reasons why. Number one, I struggled with loving my hair. My hair, I did not like. I really wanted it to be long and it was really curly. It was natural. Um, I begged my mom to give me a perm. Like I was eight years old and I was comparing myself to my older sister. She had her hair relaxed. And in the picture on the wall, we're 10 years um, apart, by the way. So the picture was old, right? But her hair was down her back. And every year her hair got shorter and shorter. Well, I didn't see that. And I really didn't care about none of that. I just wanted my hair to be straight and long because I thought that was beautiful. I don't remember who told me or where I got that from, but that's what I desired. And so anything less than that was not beautiful. And I greatly struggled in this area. That was my hair. Let me tell you another area that I struggled in. My skin. My skin was dry. My skin would be breaking out and I would just struggle with scratching it because it was dry but because it was kind of sensitive to like lotion um my mom would use cocoa butter y'all if anybody used cocoa butter please let me know but my mama would slather me up with some cocoa butter but it would make me itch and then I would have marks on my skin and so I thought I was ugly man I thought my skin was ugly I would literally cover up like in the summertime people would ask me Sharice how come you don't wear shorts I would not wear shorts I would wear jeans hot jeans that's how ashamed I was that's how much I did not feel beautiful 
I got to the point where I wanted to wear shorts, but this is what I did. So I wore my shorts, right? But then I would wear boots. I would beg my mother to buy me the knee-high boots. And that's what I would wear, shorts and boots. So it was still hot <laughs> in the summer. And I'm wearing high heel boots now. But it was because I hated my legs and I thought they were ugly because of the marks on them. And before I allowed myself to be free from that area, I would wear like the soccer and sporty socks. So I stopped wearing the boots, but I wore the knee high socks. So again, it was the shorts and it was something covering my legs all the time. This is how I lived my life. Um, and it wasn't until I got older and I'll share a little bit of that story as well that I kind of freed myself from what I thought was beautiful to looking at it differently. I still have marks on my skin, but I'm not the same person. So it's more to being beautiful than the surface. And I will also tell you that if you are struggling, if you can fix it, go ahead, fix it. There's nothing wrong with um, making yourself and bringing yourself up with a little bit of self-love and self-care. At that time, I just didn't know what to do. I didn't think that it was possible. So we really need to be careful because sometimes we put these images in our head and we think we can't deviate from that, that we're stuck. You're always going to be ugly. You're always going to have short hair. You're always going to have ugly legs, like whatever it may be. No, we need to challenge that because we were created but I believe we were created beautiful, period. Nothing more, nothing less. We were beautiful. We are beautiful. So if you know you're beautiful, then we need to act like it. And that's something I greatly struggled with. So let me fast forward to meeting my mother-in-law. Before she was my mother-in-law, um, she became my best friend. And I don't even know if she meant, or I don't even know if she knew what she meant to me. Because for the first time, I saw a beautiful woman that I fell in love with and that I could relate to. Someone that I would allow to teach me. Because if I'm honest, I did not stay away from makeup and skirts and dresses because I didn't like it. I stayed away from it because I didn't know what I was doing because I thought I was broken because I thought something was wrong with me. I thought I was ugly. So how can makeup fix me? You know, that's what I was thinking. I really dove into the weaves like tracks and extensions. I became very good at making myself up. So it wasn't even me. It was a character. Um, I was covering a lot of drama I had going on in my mind. I really thought I was ugly. So 
when people would compliment me and say, you got makeup on? And I'll say, no, I just have a little bit of lip gloss. That meant everything to me. But it wasn't so much the makeup I depended on. It was the hair. So if somebody said, I love your hair, that's what would free me. You need to know what your biggest struggle is. That's number one. Because I never really had an issue with makeup and covering my face. I had an issue with my legs and my hair. So back to my mother-in-law, when I first met her and my father-in-law, they blew me away. Like their kind and gentle spirits, they took me in and did not even know me. I fell in love with them and I needed that because I ran away from home. And what I mean is that my heart was away from home. I I didn't like the feeling I got when I went home. Um, again, it was mostly mental. It had it rarely had anything to do with anybody else. It was just me, <laughs> my negative thoughts, my um, deceiving heart. I just felt alone, and I can't tell you where it came from and why that happened, but. It, it happened and it's real. And so my parents couldn't help me because I didn't want them to help me. So when I went to college and I met my husband, who was my boyfriend at the time, and he introduced me to his parents, I, I think I was more receptive and I was ready to go under somebody's wings and to learn. And I say that because People will tell you when you're 18, you're an adult, but no, I was not an adult. I wasn't ready. Um, I wasn't mature at all. It was a lot I needed to learn and I didn't know it. So when I met them without us even opening up to each other, I knew that they were different and I knew I wanted that. Whatever that was, that's what I wanted. And that's why I cling to my boyfriend um, so much because he was raised by his parents. Um, and I wanted that. My in-laws, they were people of character, are people of character, and they raised their children to be the same. So his mom would talk to him often about cherishing and loving a young lady whenever he was ready for it you know to to respect your elders to open the doors for people this is what they taught their sons and i'm so thankful that god matched us together because i was the young lady i was the fortunate young lady that needed some help some love some guidance some care like I just needed somebody to take me under my wings and they were the people for me so when I saw her I saw a woman of character and that was a beauty I could not explain that beauty oh yes I need some of that I need a whole lot of that that's what I was thinking and what's so funny is I remember getting dressed up so I could meet them. And this 
before I even knew it, this became me. Like I was just mimicking what I saw her. And one time she asked me, she said, Sharice, are you sure you don't like makeup or you don't know what you're doing? And <laughs> that question shocked me so bad. It, it just, I don't even know what I did at that moment, but I know I, it, it took me a moment to get myself together and I had to be completely honest and I opened up to her and I said, mom, you're right. I don't know what I'm doing. And she said, oh girl, please, I can show you. So, <laughs> um, that's what I mean by beauty. It's really character. And I just want to tell you guys. If you ever struggle with beauty um, and self-esteem, really take time to reflect and see where these things are coming from. See who or what or when it came about. I just felt very alone um, when I was younger and I knew I was different from everybody else. Like we don't look the same. We don't have the same personality. We don't like the same clothes and that's great, but I was confused. I thought one beauty was better than the other, if that makes sense. I thought she w was better than me, looked better than me, and that I, I struggled with that. So I want to kind of tell you guys what I think about beauty when I was studying the Bible. So let's go ahead and talk about this. So jewelry and makeup and perfume, decorating your physical body, all of these things are beauty, right? Or it has something to do with being beautiful. Well, when I was studying, I said, let me think about what it actually means. And this is what I came up with. When someone takes their time and put it into themselves, it says, I care. It says, I'm valuable. I have worth. I demand proper delicacy or being handled with delicate, with intention, with proper care, with the utmost respect. Beauty can also mean inheritance. That you're inheriting something passed down from generations to generations. And this has great worth. This is valuable. This is precious. But this is also rare. It's more than just something I just gave you. But it has like a story to it. It has more meaning and more purpose to it. It can also emphasize wealth. When we talk about beauty... It could emphasize wealth. Think about kings. Think about queens. And let me go into crowning and declaring someone special. Declaring something priceless or valuable. It can be a gift given on a special occasion. Beauty can also be blessings given your kind words, or maybe a present. This is beautiful. This is something that I can give to someone because it has special meaning. It can also be like a tangible thing that's long lasting. 
that has incredible abilities. Like, you know, when you pay for something and it's cheap, it might break the next day. But when you spend your time, your money, your effort on it, it can last longer. Well, all of these things represent beauty and being beautiful. And I just want to touch on, it's nothing wrong with self-love and self-care. Because if you feel yourself or you don't feel yourself, then your relationships are going to, they're going to feel how you feel about yourself. So if you're feeling down, guess what? Your relationships probably feel down. They feel something from you. They're pulling from that. But if you get yourself together and you feel on top of the world, those relationships that you have, they are going to be able to pull from that. So it could be a spouse. It could be children. It could be friends. You can tell when someone is going through, when someone especially is dealing with depression and something heavy like that, when they're mourning or grieving, when they're very worried and full of anxiety, these things are negative, but they're also heavy. Like they look heavy, they feel heavy, and they don't produce beauty. They don't. It's such a sadness, a sorrow, and a gloom about those type of spirits. But when we talk about knowing who we are, knowing our self-worth, and being valuable, and making others who come into our space value us, that is true beauty. You cannot allow any and everybody to be around you, to touch you, to enter in because of that. Once you know who you are and who God created you to be, it's worth protecting. We can continue that conversation, especially when we talk about relationships, because this is what I see the most, and this is what I've experienced the most. Those relationships, we're just giving ourselves away like we're not valuable. And yes, we are. I can't tell you how valuable you are because it is something that's priceless. You can put worth on diamonds and worth on gold. But sometimes when you have something so precious, it's worth everything. I can't put a number on it. And that's you. That's what God wants us to know. How precious and valuable our life is, our body is, our mind, our spirit. So when we think about relationships, we really need to think about them. We can't give ourselves to any and everybody. We were not created to do that, number one. We're created for one man. And I believe that. One woman. Because I'm talking to women, you're created for one man. If the Lord has that for you. Because some people, they love being single. And that's a gift from God as well. There's nothing wrong with being single. There's nothing wrong with not having a family. You can actually do more single, serving God, than the wife who is married. The Bible teaches us that. 
but also just look around. <laughs> How many of your friends have children? Can they go and just do whatever they want at any second? No. If someone's married, can you do whatever you want? No, you have to constantly consider your spouse. And so singleness is a beautiful thing. Marriage is a beautiful thing. Everything that God created is beautiful. Why are you any different? Why do you feel so different from that? That's the truth. You were created in the image of God. You are precious to him. If you don't know him, I invite you to get to know him. Because I didn't know him all of my life. I went to church. But if you really want to know, the words were in and the words were out. I couldn't hear a single thing the preacher was saying. I don't remember one sermon. I just knew that I went there because my family took me. And when I was really young, I enjoyed service, you know, singing songs at children's church. But when I became like a teenager, I just felt so out of place. I felt mistreated. Um, And I, I just felt like it wasn't what I wanted or needed. Like I was craving something and I couldn't express that. I couldn't explain that to anybody. Um, And I can tell you guys now, I just wanted love. Like my heart was broken and I just needed somebody to come and love on me. That's all I needed. Um, But I didn't really quite get that. I actually got told to sit down (laughs) at church Um, I was volunteering for praise dance. And at that time, I really thought I was going to be a dancer. Honestly, if you would ask me what you want to be when you grow up, I thought I was going to be a dancer. So I was trying to do that at church and they kind of said, other people need to be doing it. You can, you know, not be a solo every time. And I get that now. But back then, it was more than just a solo. I was putting my heart on the line. I was putting my value on the line. And when they told me no, I felt broken. I I felt worthless. And yeah, my beauty was attacked. So I hope you guys got something out of this today. Talking about beauty, talking about beautiful. We're going to continue to have these type of conversations because I feel like it's so needed. We don't even know sometimes what we're missing or what the problem is until we just start being honest and listening to things like this. So if you got anything out of it, I encourage you to let me love on somebody else by sharing this video. If you wanna support me further, you are more than welcome to. You can definitely just subscribe and share my content. That is plenty. I love you all. Stay beautiful. Be wise and be all that God created you to be. I will catch you in the next episode. And if you like the foundations, I encourage you to listen to the next one. Love you. Bye.